good enough and getting better. Welcome to the podcast where we can pursue personal growth, not because we have to in order to somehow be good enough, but because we know we already are good enough. We are each a unique and rare expression of human life with no duplicate. And from this foundation, we pursue personal growth because we know we can and because we know we are capable of creating all kinds of different experiences in life. And we want to play with that capacity and expand our options. We make personal growth enjoyable and easy when we can approach it with joy and playful curiosity instead of lack and insecurity. So stay tuned and join me on this journey to be more rooted in our true self-worth and more empowered in our growth process. We are good enough and we are getting even better. Hello and welcome back. I am Laura Lenore. I am a hypnotherapist and I am talking today about what I consider to be one of the most powerful mindset shifts we can make. One that can impact every area of our lives from relationships to careers, sports, arts, everything in between. In fact, you could say that this idea is at the heart of my podcast theme. It's the key way in which we can both feel good enough and also desire to get better all at the same time. Today, we are talking about having a growth mindset, as outlined in the wonderful and popular book by Dr. Carol Dweck. In the book, she outlines the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, and shows how this very simple change in belief has a dramatic difference in your results in every area of life. It's a very popular book, so you may have already read it, but if not, it's definitely worth your time, or if it's been a while, a reread is probably worth it also. But today I'm just going to talk about what growth mindset is very briefly, and then we're going to work with that in a practical way, because reading about something is very different than applying it and seeing the results in your own life, right? So before I dive into the explanation part, I would like you to prepare for our exercise by taking out a sheet of paper or open your notes app or whatever way you prefer to make a list. Just get ready to do that. And I would like you to write out every descriptive adjective you can think of to describe yourself. I want you to think about the words your family uses to describe you, your partner, your friends, your boss, and of course, the words you use to describe yourself try to come up with at least the first 10 to 15 things that pop into your mind when you try to describe yourself. What are the skills or deficits you feel like you have at work, in your relationships, in regards to health or fitness, in regards to creativity, in whatever pursuits or goals are important to you? You can hit pause on this episode if you need to, because having this list is going to make the rest of this information so much more personal to you, and so it's worth a minute of your time. So really think, do people call you smart, efficient, talented at this, skilled at that, whatever it is, write them out and hit pause now if you need to in order to finish. Okay, great. So now you all have a list hopefully at least a couple of things, if not more, representing the way that you think about yourself and what you feel like you are capable of. And so we're going to get back to that in just a moment. So let's use a specific example now to break down growth versus fixed mindset. Okay, so Polly and Molly are both entered into the high school science fair. Polly has a fixed mindset. 
Her parents have always told her that she's smart and she feels like this is just the result of her genetic luck. She enjoys the praise she gets from getting good grades and she's excited about winning an award at the fair because she thinks of it as a way to prove her intelligence to others. She knows she's smart and she wants them to be able to clearly see it. The problem is she's a little stuck on what to actually do for the science fair because she knows it has to be a winner or else her family and everyone else will think that she's not smart unless she wins. So she considers her options and among the ideas that she's interested in working on, there are several that seem too risky. She's not sure what her results might be, and she can't take the chance on a total flop, even if it's something that's more interesting to her. So she's going to go with something she thinks that she can control more. It's very similar to what she's already done in her chemistry class, so she can better predict the outcomes and even see in her mind how her information and conclusions will be displayed at the fair before she even begins the experiments. When her teacher advises her to try pushing herself a little further, to consider different angles on her subject matter, she takes that feedback personally and actually feels hurt, like he's saying something about her capability. Can't he see how smart she is and therefore that her choices and her work are smart too? Like, how is this not obvious to him, right? So she actually considers giving up and she's saying to herself, what's the point? I know I'm smart. And if the teacher or anyone else doesn't understand, then what's the point? I certainly am not going to make a fool of myself for people who don't appreciate my intelligence. Polly feels like quitting would be a preferable option to losing because losing would mean that she is branded for life as someone who is not very smart, specifically in science. And that possibility just feels too uncomfortable to bear. On the other hand, Molly has entered the fair with a growth mindset. She loves science. She's so curious about how the world works. And she just wants to find out whatever she can about the areas that interest her. Her family considers her intelligence and good grades to be the result of her efforts and consistently let her know how proud they are of her effort, her persistence, her willingness to push beyond her current understanding and her comfort zones. So she embraces challenges and picks a topic for the fair that really excites her curiosity, even though she has no idea what will happen or if she can even pull it off. There are some touchy moments along the way. She has to stop and think things through, find a solution that lets her get at the variable she wants to test in the clearest way possible. And some feedback from her teacher gives her valuable insight into new directions on the experiment for which she's actually really grateful. In the end, she knows she'll learn from this, she'll enjoy the process, and she'll be even better prepared for bigger challenges in the future, especially since she wants to make a career out of science. She knows that even if the information from her experiment does not give her a win at the fair, that the experience in and of itself is what is valuable. So she plows ahead through all the challenges, knowing each one is a chance to problem solve, to grow, and to learn. So considering these two, Polly and Molly, who do you think had a better time with this science fair? Who enjoyed it more? Who is more likely to win? Uh, I think we all know that the growth mindset Molly is not only more likely to enjoy it more, but is also probably more likely to win, although she cares about that aspect less because she's actually taking creative risks along the way. She's pushing through obstacles and she's taking feedback and learning from it. 
Just to break it down, a fixed mindset is when we consider our traits and qualities to be inherent. Like this is just the way I am, or it's I'm I'm just not that way, right? It's something you have or you don't. Like with Polly and her idea that intelligence is merely a genetic win for her, growth mindset in contrast says whatever trait or quality you can think of, it can be improved with practice and experience. Like Molly, who has the belief that she can do whatever she sets her mind to as long as she's willing to put in the time and effort needed to learn. Polly sees failure as a permanent mark on her record, a label of who she is, in this case, either smart or not smart. And Molly sees it as an opportunity to learn, a bump in the road at the worst, and not as something that defines her or her capacity, since she knows that her intelligence continues to expand and grow with experience. Polly feels insulted by feedback, while Molly uses it to redesign her experiment and improve her skills. Polly chooses the topics that feel safe, so she won't risk failing and be seen as anything less than smart, while Molly chooses the topics that challenge her, excite her, and let her really learn and grow. Polly wants to give up because failure is too big of a risk to her perception of fixed intelligence, while Molly embraces the possibility that her experiment might flop at the fair, but she knows that learning is the point. Polly is fixated on winning for what winning says about her and her intelligence. While Molly would obviously enjoy winning, she's not fixated on it in the same way. It's entirely possible also that someone can have a fixed mindset in one area of life and a growth mindset in another. Maybe you have a growth mindset in painting, experimenting, seeing yourself as improving your skills with practice while having a fixed mindset in your relationships, thinking something like, I'm just not likable. I'm not good at making friends. Even though making friends can just as easily be seen as a skill that we can improve at as painting can be seen that way, right? Personally, I think we all have some elements of fixed mindset, at least in some areas of our lives, even if we've been working at this sort of thing for quite a while, like I have. I know I still encounter areas where I have not realized I was thinking in a fixed way. And we can also have a fixed mindset about positive and negative traits. And observing our capacity to expand in both is equally empowering, right? So realizing that a positive trait is not something that you have to sort of defend and build a tight fortress around. You can instead open that up and keep growing and improving. And a negative trait isn't something you're stuck with either. You can continue to improve. You can continue to find ways to expand in those capacities as well. So with that in mind, let's pull out the lists again and look at each of those adjectives. Ask yourself for each one, do I believe that this is something inherent to me or is this an area I can improve with practice, experience, knowledge, or feedback? Do I feel okay taking risks in this area in order to grow or would a failure in this area feel like too big a risk to my sense of who I am? Is this something I'm willing to push through the obstacles to get feedback on in order to learn and grow in this area? Am I more interested in tangible results in this area? Or am I more focused on the process of learning from it and gaining experience and skills? These questions will let you see the areas where you might be allowing a fixed mindset to hold you back. 
I'll put these questions in the show notes so it's easy to use them to go through your list and examine every important area of your life. You can ask yourself these questions about the different areas that are important to you and just notice the ones that feel more fixed, like poly. Do your best to notice them in a growth mindset way as much as possible. So seeing that fixed mindset doesn't mean that this part of your life is destined to stay stagnant, but instead that it's an area where you are ready to begin transforming your experience in this area by beginning to introduce growth mindset thinking. Everything you do is on the table. Traits that are physical, mental, emotional, how strong, resilient, creative, joyful, loving, flexible, focused, even-tempered, or confident are you capable of becoming. Go through your day, your habits, your interactions, activities, responsibilities. What areas of your life do you feel like you have room to grow? Where in the past you maybe just thought, this is just the way I am. Now, I'm not advocating that you have to work on all of this at once, of course. Just finding the areas that interest you the most, that incite your curiosity, that have you feeling engaged in asking the question, well, what if I actually can improve and grow in this area of my life in a skill or quality or whatever it is? And just asking yourself that question, especially if you can get in the habit of asking yourself that question, that is enough to begin opening possibility in that area of your life. You'll begin having ideas about how you can learn, practice, and experience more in this area. What steps will help you actively cultivate your skills in a progressive way and allow you to notice that improvement while being more focused on the process of continuing to grow It's really wonderful and magical even what can happen when you start asking yourself, how can I improve this instead of camping out in the mindset of this is just who I am. So play with that idea this week. Ask yourself this question whenever it occurs to you that you're thinking about yourself as having a fixed capacity in some way. Ask, how can I continue to grow and improve in this area with practice, feedback, experience, or knowledge? Again, I'm going to put that in the notes for you. So you can go through your list, ask yourself this question, get an idea of where you want to focus in regards to increasing your growth mindset, your ability to continue to expand and improve. Next week, I'll be doing a hypnosis session specifically to target growth mindset and growth areas that you've identified in this episode. So definitely stick around for that. In the meantime, I want to hear from you. What areas of growth are you identifying that are really exciting for you right now? What did you notice from the exercise today that surprised you? What questions do you have? Like maybe there's an area where you know I'm wrong about your capacity to change. This one is definitely a fixed trait. Tell me about it. Let's talk. You can find me at facebook.com slash good enough and getting better, where you can comment on the post for this episode or just come by and say hi. I'd love to know people are listening. You can also find me at lenorehypnosis.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that other people can find this info. I really appreciate it when you do that. And I appreciate you joining me today. Stay tuned for some hypnosis for growth mindset in the next episode. And bye for now. Mm